Good evening, it is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, and Jesse Bell. Today in YGK is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, and What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. Join the fun Princess Street Promenade invites Kingston's nonprofits for the fall edition. The Downtown Kingston Business Improvement Area is thrilled to extend an invitation to nonprofit community groups in Kingston to participate in the upcoming Princess Street Promenade. Set to take place on Saturday, September 23rd, this vibrant and popular event produced by the BIA is dedicated to transforming Princess Street into a pedestrian-friendly oasis. This is the final promenade of the season, and it promises to be an unforgettable day filled with fun activities, live music, giveaways, free samples, community engagement, and the best shopping of the year. Understanding the importance of community involvement, the BIA welcomes nonprofit and charitable organizations from Kingston to participate. This is a golden chance for your organization, whether you're focused on animal welfare, arts and music, social services, cultural initiatives, environmental causes, health and wellness, or community development. Whatever the cause, it's an incredible opportunity to connect with our community, spreading the word about your mission, showcasing your work, and building meaningful relationships. Shared Clarissa Ferres, Events Assistant at Downtown Kingston BIA. Please note that fundraising activities by community groups are not permitted during the event. Instead, community groups are encouraged to bring informational materials to share with event attendees and to find creative ways to engage them. Once again, this will be September 23rd at 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Princess Street from Division to Ontario Street. Over 120 businesses and community groups took part in the most recent promenade. Space is limited. To secure your spot at the Princess Street Promenade, you can register at the Promenade webpage. The registration deadline is this Thursday, September 14th. Take advantage of this exciting opportunity to become a part of Kingston's most anticipated fall event. Join the BIA in creating a memorable experience for the community and celebrating the vibrant spirit of Kingston. Utilities Kingston creates sustainability and Climate Action Branch. In its commitment to environmental sustainability and climate action, Utilities Kingston is growing the organization. The new Sustainability and Climate Action Branch will position the company to deliver on its strategic goal to support the City of Kingston as a climate action leader. The branch is led by Remy Adadapo, Director of Utilities Engineering. Utilities Kingston appointed Stephanie Pettis as the new Manager of Sustainability and Climate Action. A key initiative for the new branch will be to develop a Utilities Kingston Climate Action Leadership Plan by the end of 2024 to identify opportunities for operational greenhouse gas, emission reductions, and infrastructure resilience. The branch will also develop, manage, and report on Utilities Kingston Climate Action Goals, manage conservation programs, helping utility customers with water and energy efficiency while preserving and protecting the environment, play a pivotal role in reducing GHD emissions from utility operations, and in partnership with internal departments, address energy system needs through conservation and demand management. Utility companies manage the environmental impact of delivering energy, treating source water, and managing wastewater while relying on the natural environment for clean water and energy sources, says Stephanie Pettis, Manager of Sustainability and Climate Action. This organizational change supports Utilities Kingston in reducing the environmental impact of delivering multiple utility services while furthering our goal to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. You can visit utilities.com slash corporate slash corporate responsibility to learn more about the company's initiatives to protect the planet. The Slate Music Video Program has wrapped up its selection process for this year and is gearing up to announce this year's pairings. In its third year, the Slate Music Video Program pairs up local production companies and filmmakers with up-and-coming local musicians to produce music videos which will premiere at the Kingston Canadian Film Festival. Tourism Kingston and the Kingston Canadian Film Festival, the collaborating entities of this project, have announced that this year will include 10 pairings to be announced at their launch event at the Broom Factory on September 21st. This event will be free to attend with RSV 
SVP recommended, which can be found at visitkingston.ca. I sat down with Moira DeMorest, Music Commissioner with Tourism Kingston, to talk about this year's edition of the Slate Music Video Program. Would you like to introduce yourself and your involvement with this program? Sure. Um, my name is Moira DeMorest, and I'm the Music Commissioner with Tourism Kingston. Um, so I'm uh, part of one of the pieces uh, of this collaboration. Um, so this is a collaboration between uh, Kingston's film and media team, which is part of me, and also um, the Kingston Canadian Film Festival, and also funded through the Slate Family Foundation. And uh, this is, um, and so we are sort of the collaborators of the uh, Slate Music Video Program. Just for folks who aren't familiar with the program, I was wondering if you could talk a bit about how it originated and the last few years that it's been running. Of course, yeah. So this program actually was launched um, in 2020. Um, and unfortunately, really until last year, it never really got um, the you know the world premiere that it needed um you know the film festival looked a little bit different and the idea was that um, local production companies would receive funding to create new music videos and we would help to pair them with kingston's top emerging musical artists um and through uh, the kingston film and media and through kingston canadian film festival or kcff um we would help to give the money to create these uh, music videos, and then we'd also give them the platform at the music at, or at, at the film festival in March to screen them and premiere them. So last year was the first year that we were able to do a premiere in public, um, and uh, it was a really special um, event. And then, um, obviously, the after the the sort of the world premiere of these music videos, then they um, continued to live on in on our social channels. But also, you know, the artist was able to do um, use them as a promotional tool and um, and share them with the world. Awesome. And thank you for that background. I was wondering if you could also speak a bit to the motivating factors behind the project. Yeah. So we at Film and Media and uh, and alongside KCFF, we're, we're really interested in sector growth and uh, making sure that um, there's professional development opportunities for emerging filmmakers and emerging musicians. And so we're always looking for ways to um, to make sure that we can address that need and, and grow that sector. So um, Kingston is, uh, it, you know, has a, a huge wealth of musical talent, but we also have a lot of uh, emerging filmmakers and production companies. And so this was, it seemed like, a, you know, a natural fit to, to connect these film and music scenes and encourage local production and at the end offer a professionally made music video so that artists could, could share them and like share it with the share it with the world. <laughs> New this year, the program is also able to offer additional compensation to the selected musical talent. DeMorris discusses this and the excitement of expanding this program for another year. So last year, um, we artists got um, the opportunity, uh, obviously, to have the music video and that part was funded. Um, and then we also were able to um, organize some some extra concerts around the film festival. Um, but this, this year, um, with the addition of the Slate Family Foundation's um, funding, it's allowed us to also give to the artist as well. So the artist is also getting an honorarium um, for their time um, in uh, for the 
time and the participation of the program. I think just, you know, the continuation of the program uh, is is really the, the most exciting thing for us. We saw, you know, what it could be last year um, with these uh, world premieres um, that happened at the, f- the film festival. And it specifically happened in the, the big room of the Grand Theatre. So it really felt like this special um, red carpet experience for music and filmmakers. Um, and so that energy... Um, you know, just to keep keep that that going and to expand and grow on that, I think that um, it's a, it's a really special Kingston uh, program that we should be really proud of. So I'm um, exciting to see more um, performance opportunities and more um, linking sort of uh, marketing uh, abilities. Um, as the program develops and grows over the years. So um, we just want to get the word out that um, that that people should apply as a music, if you're a musical artist or if you're a production company just wanting to start out. Um, we really want to to spread the word to get um, people interested in that program and, and start to, you know, even if you're not um, one of those those groups, maybe even just keep your eye op- open for uh, these musicians and, and what what we sort of cook up over the the course of the year. DeMorris also gave some background on the selection process, which took place in August. The production companies essentially select the musical artists that they would like to work with. So we provide them with all of the submissions and help, um, you know, for production companies that might not be as familiar with the music scene, we're there to help and and sort of um, maybe make suggestions. But um, usually the production companies are, are picking their top three and then with uh, um, the committee of the film and media team, the Kingston Canadian Film Festival, um, we help to to just kind of navigate those conversations so it's not just kind of like as much of like you know an artist is picked out of the hat it's it's really sort of a a bit of debriefing with the production companies and finding the right fit for both the the music video maker and for the musician too you can keep up with the production process as Tourism Kingston and the Kingston Canadian Film Festival provide updates throughout the next few months and anticipate the premiere of these music videos at the Kingston Canadian Film Festival running from February 28th to March 3rd this year. You will get sort of some sneak peek. We'll sort of be giving like teasers and behind the scenes um, uh, footage and pictures as the production companies and as the musicians uh, develop their video. Where can folks keep up with that on social media and everything? Um, probably the easiest place is just to go to visitkingston.ca um, and we have a film and media um, link right on that page and, and follow along there. Um, you can also check out the Kingston Canadian Film Festival, kingcamfilmfest.ca or KCFF if you're looking on any of the social platforms. That's all for your headlines this week and next up is Jesse with your sports report. Good evening, this is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk, and this is your sports report for Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. We will begin by previewing the schedule for the Queen's teams in action this weekend. The men's soccer team looked to record their first victory of the season as they travel to Oshawa to play the Ontario Tech Ridgebacks at 3.15 p.m. The undefeated and thus far unblemished 
women's soccer team will also be traveling to Oshawa to play the Ontario Tech Ridgebacks, but their game starts at 1 p.m. At present, the women's soccer team is 3-0, having scored 10 goals and surrendering 0, and the men's soccer team has a record of 0-2-2, two ties and two losses. Moving now to rugby, the men's rugby team has a bye week this weekend, so they will not be in action. Their next game will be Saturday, September 23rd at 1 p.m. against the Wilfrid Laurier Golden Hawks, right here in Kingston, Ontario on Nixon Field. 1 p.m. start for that game. The women's rugby team remains busy as always, with their next contest coming on Saturday, September 16th at 3.30 p.m. against the Western Mustangs, and what will be a heavyweight title fight of a matchup there. At present, the men's rugby team is 1-0 following their season opening victory over the Waterloo Warriors 61-10 and the women's rugby team is currently 2-0 with a 207-0 point differential beating Trent 102 to nothing on the 2nd of September and beating the Toronto Varsity Blues 105 to nothing on September 9th. Both teams are considered favorites to win the provincial title. And of course, you can catch the football team in action right here on CFRC 101.9 FM this Saturday, September 16th against the Western Mustangs, 2.45 pregame show, 3 p.m. kickoff. This concludes your sports report for Wednesday, September 13th. Jesse Bell signing off. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. For Queen's students, the semester is now in full swing. You have a few upcoming deadlines for September. After September 18th, students unable to register in fall term by the state must submit an academic petition to the Office of the Associate Dean. If the academic petition to register late is granted, students must pay tuition fees in full, with the exception of OSAP students. Also on the 18th, it's the last day to add fall term and multi-term classes, and also the last date to drop fall term and multi-term classes without financial penalty. September 30th is the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. And also on September 30th, residents, UHIP, and student activity fees are due in full, with the exception of OSAP students once again. In a piece of campus news, students at Queen's University receive Canada's largest science, technology, engineering, and math scholarship. Queen's has announced its 2023 School Lake Leaders, winning $120,000 or $100,000 scholarships for undergraduate study. Ten Queen's University students have been named recipients of the prestigious School Lake Leaders Scholarship. Out of a pool of 350,000 potential candidates across Canada, more than 1,400 students were nominated, of which 100 received the celebrated award. We are proud to celebrate the continued success of Schoolic Leader Scholarships, the premier STEM scholarship in Canada. This group of outstanding students will represent the best and brightest Canada has to offer and will make great contributions to society, both on a national and global scale. With their university expenses covered, they can focus their time on their studies, research projects, extracurriculars, and entrepreneurial ventures. They are the next generation of entrepreneurial-minded technology innovators, says program founder Mr. Schoolic. That's all for a short campus news update this week, and next up is weather and traffic. This is Kat bringing you the weather and traffic report for Wednesday, September 13th. Today's a beautiful day at Kingston, 
with a high of 21 degrees, with this evening looking mainly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. Tomorrow's looking cloudy with a high of 20, and then on Friday, we have a high of 22 degrees, looking very sunny and clear. This weekend looks beautiful in Kingston, with Saturday having a high of 23 degrees and sunny, and on Sunday, it's gonna be a high of 22 degrees with a mix of sun and cloud. And now we're gonna move on to the traffic report for the city of Kingston. We have a couple closures we wanna highlight. On John Counter Boulevard at Old Mill Road, it's gonna be closed overnight from 6 p.m. September 19th to 8 a.m. September 20th as crews install sewers and water mains. Police will direct traffic. On King Street from Gardeners to Sir John A. McDonald, it will be closed from 3 p.m. to midnight on September 14th for a music festival at Kingston Penitentiary. On Johnson Street from Sydenham to Bagot, expect minor delays and lane restrictions while utilities Kingston crews prepare to reline the local water main. Johnson Street will be reduced to a single lane when crews are working in the area. On Victoria Street from Princess to South Bartlett, expect minor delays and lane restrictions September 16th to the 20th as utilities Kingston crews start preparations for water main and sewer reconstruction throughout the fall. For a list of Kingston Transit detours, go to cityofkingston.ca slash bus detours. And for daily updates, follow at City of Kingston on Twitter at twitter.com slash cityofkingston. This is Kat signing off. Have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks so much. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for September 11th through September 17th. Have an event you would like covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On September 13th, Oscar, the St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, will visit Mitchell Hall from noon to 1. Joe's Mill will also host a pop-up musical instrument library at the Rideau Heights Community Centre from 4 to 6 p.m. And Musiki is also hosting a life-drawing evening from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Bring your own art supplies and be inspired by their weekly muse. And on September 14th, head over to the mansion for an evening of comedy and magic with Wes Barker and Simon King. Tickets are $30 and the show starts at 8. Queen's Equity Services is also hosting a doors open event on campus from 10 to 3 for all equity deserving students. Loving Spoonful will host more free community harvest markets at 100 Days Road and Kingston Frontenac Public Library, Wright Crescent Branch from 3 to 6 p.m. The AKA Autonomous Social Center at 75 Queen Street will also host a queer Muslim liberation workshop from 7 p.m. to 8.30. And on September 15th, the Yellow House Student Center for Equity and Inclusion will host the QT BIPOC Welcome Barbecue at 140 Stewart Street from 11 to 2. And that night, Something in the Water Brewing is hosting the New Moon Magic Drag Show starting at 8 p.m. featuring performances by Corky Bitch, Flora Fawning, and Universe. And on September 15th, the Kingston Harley Owners Group will host a 40th hog anniversary lunch at Harrowsmith Brewing with lunch starting at 1.30. Also on the 16th, head over to Richardson Stadium or tune in to CFRC 101.9 FM for live coverage of the Queen's Gales versus Western Mustangs football game. Kickoff is at 3 o'clock and Monty's will also host beers for queers that night at 200 Ontario Street starting at 9 p.m. And finally, on September 17th, head down to Confederation Park for the Intercultural Arts Festival, a free family-friendly festival featuring vendors, music, and dance performances. Admission is free, and the festival runs from 11 to 7. Also on September 17th, folks can visit the Memorial Center 
Farmers Market from 9 to 2, or the Catarockway Indigenous Food and Art Market in Springer Market Square from 10 to 3, and CASA, the Queen's Asian Students Association, will host a ramen social in Mitchell Hall from 4 to 6 p.m. On September 13th, folks can head over to Wolf Island for their free open mic night starting at 7 p.m. Also on the 13th, Doug Vanderhorden is performing musical favorites across the decades for free starting at 7 p.m. at Spurhead Brewery. On September 14th, the Bank Gastro Bar welcomes Julia Finnegan to the Courtyard Concert Series, a free show starting at 6 p.m. CFRC's own John McClurg will play some East Coast and folk music at the RCHA that evening, $5 at the door starting at 7 p.m. Hotel Wolf Island is also hosting Scottish singer-songwriter Simon Kempson for a free show starting at 7 p.m. Also on the 14th, the Great Lakes Swimmers are playing a big show at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts. Tickets are $45 and the show starts at 8 p.m. On September 15th, check out the free weekly Christopher Jackson and Friends show featuring covers and originals at Blue Martini starting at 8 p.m. Boston Levi and the Codas will also be playing a gig at the Broom Factory starting at 8 p.m. Tickets are $30. Spanish rock band Ray Sur will also perform at the RCHA starting at 8 p.m. Tickets for that are $10. Kings of Queens are playing as well at the mansion that night starting at 8 p.m. Folks can also check out Emily Steele and The Deal with Brookfield Line for free at Hotel Wolf Island starting at 7 p.m. On September 16th, the Fade Kings will perform at the RCHA for $10 starting at 8 p.m. Dead Root Revival is also performing for the Feast and Concert Series at the Furnace Falls Farm starting at 7.30. Tickets range from $25 to $70, depending if you also want to eat some good farm-grown food. Kingston Grand Theatre will also be hosting the Credence Clearwater Revival tribute band Green River Revival on the 16th starting at 7.30. Tickets are $50. Casador will play the mansion that night for $20 at the door starting at 9 p.m. Meanwhile, Kevin and the Kitchen Sink will play for free at the Tiernanog starting at 9. On September 17th, Dave McGrath will play a selection of rock, pop, country, blues, and Motown jams at Spearhead Brewery for free starting at 2 p.m. I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats, and sunglasses. Everything to complete your individual look. What'll I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What'll I Wear. 
Dear listeners, as you may have heard, Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, is blocking Canadian access to all content created by news providers, including this radio station, in response to the Online Broadcasting Act. Access to local news and information matters to everyone, and while radio stations use their airwaves to keep you informed, we also use social media to share local news, events, and initiatives, and even content about our upcoming programming. We need you to write your MP and convey your concerns. Learn more and find a letter template for your MP on our website, cfrc.ca. Thank you for your support. 